1: Hello, this is Adam Carswell, the host of Dream Chasers, and you're tuned in to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. If you like this show, first of all, you have phenomenal taste. Second of all, if you want to listen to another next level show like this, just click our link in the description and smash that subscribe button. It would be an honor for us to enrich your mind, body, and soul as well.
0: Welcome everyone to today's podcast episode on the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack. And today, our guest is Dr. Vikram Raya, and he is fantastic. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you all, or with Dr. Vic today. He is a trained cardiologist, functional medicine physician, international speaker, high-performance coach, and avid real estate investor. He's been investing in multifamily real estate since 2015 and is a founding partner and CEO of Viking Capital Investments, where they've acquired close to 4,300 units and $600 million of assets under management. And he's recently given a keynote lecture at the CNN headquarters in Atlanta on entrepreneurship and is the recipient of the prestigious Outstanding 50 Asian Americans in Business Award on Wall Street. So Vic, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate you taking some time out today. I know you're at our conference, but I really appreciate coming on the show and welcome.
1: Thank you, Eileen. I'm super excited and pumped. I've heard so much about your audience and your show, and I can't wait to connect and, and talk more about
0: real estate. So can you give us this top level about a little bit more about your background and then how you've been able to utilize, because you are currently still a a cardiologist and you're still, you know, you have the medical field in your background. How have you been able to utilize real estate to be able to work actively and then invest passively to eventually to come now to your passion income?
1: Yeah. I I always believe that I was meant to do something big and I thought that was medicine. I was like, all right, you know, I have so many people in my family who've been suffering from heart disease. And I thought, let me learn that. Let me study this. Let me discover what's going on. And so I drove all my passions and energies into becoming a doctor, which was, uh, was challenging. And I was really and really blessed to get into that field. But then once I got in, I, you come across the next conundrum that all professionals come across. So like, oh, is this it? Or is there another level? What else can I do? And I realized that though medicine served a lot of my needs and my visions and my goals, it didn't allow the full attainment of the freedoms that I was chasing. And during the COVID crisis, I came up with this concept of sort of the five freedoms. I've been talking to mentors. I've been reading books, going to conferences. And I was like, what is it that I'm really after? And I was like, I want to truly be free. But what does that mean to me? And I realized it was it was more than just a one fold moniker kind of thing. It was more of a five-fold strategy. And so for me, that was financial freedom, really to live the life without any scarcity mindset, truly abundant, being able to write a check for $50,000 and not even blink to a don- donation or charity, you know, take care of my family to how I want to create generational wealth and really be the one person in the family tree that changed it all. And that's what, That was my goal. Then I thought, what else would I want? I would want sort of a mindset freedom, the ability to withstand recessions, deaths to the family, illnesses, relationship issues, and still be strong and resilient. And number three was to have like a time freedom, to be able to actually have weeks off, months off even, and maybe take time off and not have to ask for permission. Like when I was a physician, I had to ask for permission for vacation. (laughs) <laughs> and that really bothered me. And I had to ask grown man, you know, I went through so many years, of, you know, 26 years to become a doctor. You think you, at that point you can ask <laughs> for time off on your own, but right in, the, in the model I was in. And so that was a big deal. And, you know, like I also want to use my time to pursue my passions, which we'll talk about in a second. And so that was important. So, because I know a lot of people who are wealthy, but they don't have time. And I know a lot of people with a lot of time, but they don't have money. So, and that leads me to the final one. is, um, The fourth one, which was vitality freedom. A lot of people are not sick, but I don't consider them healthy. And then maybe they're healthy, but they're not like anti-aging. I mean, you know, my goal is to live to 115 and beyond. I want to be able to outrun my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren. So like, how do I do that? That's a different level of vitality and health and human optimization. So I wanted to pursue that. And the final thing was, wouldn't it be great to work from anywhere in the world? Wouldn't it be great to have people doing all the things I don't want to do and leverage all that and then just do what my my superpower is or just do what I've been meant to do? And so to compile it all together, those are the, what I call the five freedoms. And I think it's a good framework for any entrepreneur, physician, or successful professional to try to go after because it really encompasses everything. And that's what by me leveraging outside of just medicine and doing all the other things i started with w2 income eileen and then that was my active income then i was like all right how do i do get passive income so then i discovered real estate and initially i was a passive investor and then i became an active investor as well and then but that passive income really opened up so many doors for me and then during covid i was asked to be on some podcasts and some conferences and people started asking me to coach them and then I chose that sort of became my passion income. And then finally, I'm at the point where I'm being tapped on the shoulder to become a CMO of a health startup, for example, that's going to help change how we, practice, how we practice medicine in this country. And so I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I want to change the health of our country. And so I call that purpose income. So the goal is to go from active, I mean, the W-2 income, to active and passive, and then passion, and then finally purpose.
0: So for you, what about it about real estate was really the vehicle for you that would help you to get you from active to passive, to passion, and now to purpose income?
1: Yeah. The reason why real estate is such an important strategy in many people's wealth creation uh, thought processes is because it's been proven. You know, Eileen, for the last 5,000 years, real estate's been the most powerful wealth creation vehicle on the planet. And so it's always going to be available. And it's really simple for anyone to understand it's supply and demand, really. And that's why I I went toward it. I've done businesses. I've done, you know, working for people. I have also tried, you know, equities and options, but I found real estate to be the most easiest in the sense that it's easy to understand. It's easy to get started and there's different levels to it. So the barrier to entry is very low. And I think most people are successful. I know so many people who are real estate millionaires. I don't know very many who are stock millionaires or who are startup millionaires and or definitely not employee millionaires. So that being said, go where the data tells you to go, right? Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And so that's why real estate makes sense, I think, for most people to have that either as an active or passive component in their wealth.
0: We love hosting this show. A podcast is the best way to do both and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners, and take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. For you, what do you think was the biggest Pivoting point for you in your journey so far within real estate that have that has really propelled you to get to where you are today. Was there one specific moment, event, situation that had gotten you make that shift and to you know just continue to grow in and, and have that hockey curve kind of growth and success?
1: It was one making a decision before you even go after a strategy or think about it. First, you say, "Hey, what is it that I really want?" So the absolute clarity. A lot of people listening to the podcast today, they sort of know what they oh, I want more money. Okay, here, here's like extra 10, 20 bucks, right? Or, hey, I want more free time. Okay, I'll give you a Friday off. Is that what you want? No. Like, get absolutely clear. What is it I want? So when I started my cardiology career at the age of 33, I was like, if I'm still practicing by the age of 40, something went terribly wrong. So I made that absolute declaration. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know what was going to happen, but I just knew that that's, I don't want to just be a cardiologist. I don't want to just be a professional. I want to be more than that. I want to be so much more. I want to be super dad. I want to travel the world. I want to have start multiple companies. I want to have passive income, active income. I want to be a consultant, a speaker, or author, a writer. I can't just do that if I'm in a small little, not cubicle, but like in sort of a constrained identity as a physician. So. I wanted to expand. Once you create that declaration, number two, Eileen is getting your expanding identity. Figure out that you are more than just your professor, You're more than an engineer. More than a lawyer. More than a doctor or whatever. Or or a person who just does crypto, right? You you have multiple identities. So I expanded my identity. I had a declaration, and then I modeled success. I found who was doing what I wanted to do. I learned from that. I expected to make mistakes. I was okay with that. But I made small mistakes. So for every small mistake I made, I had big wins. So asymmetric risk reward was huge in my improvements. And then as I went along, I would course correct. Every time you know I was going toward the direction, great, I would double down. If I was going off course, I would adjust. And and then to shortcut this whole process, you use role models, right? Me and you have the best, some of the best business mentorship and coaches out there. And that, that's really helped skyrocket our success. And so what mentors and coaches do is they look at blind spots and they call you out. They create accountability. And I want to speak on accountability for one second. So this is a quick aside. There's three levels of accountability that your uh, your podcast listeners need to understand. Number one is self-accountability, which is extreme ownership. Number two is sort of peer-to-peer accountability. Who is in the room with you? Who's the top the, the five people you surround yourself with? That's what you want to up-level. And the final one is professional accountability, a coach, a mentor, a guide, a person who's already been in the trend potentially, who can see things you can't see and who can help shortcut the path. And so those three levels of accountability really help skyrocket. And then it's willing to make a bet on myself. When we buy a stock, we're banking a bet on that company. When we invest in our children's education, we're making a bet on their success. So when you're starting an entrepreneurship or a company or a new profession or a pivot or a side hustle, you're making a bet on yourself. So make that bet and then follow through on that bet. And and then learning domain dominance. What that means to me, Eileen, is you want to learn real estate? Okay, fine. Figure out, there's about 10 to 12 areas of real estate. Figure out the one. Let's just say you want to learn mobile home investing, which is not a common one. So that's why I'm using it. So go on. Amazon, and order the top five books on mobile home park investing. Once you do that, then you go on and listen to the top five podcasts on that. Then you go to the top five conferences on that. Within a year, you'll know more than 85% of the country, maybe 90% of the country on that one topic. And that second year, you should start investing. How do you do that? You create thought leadership. So people then trust you because you've known so much, you've read so much, you've been on People's podcast. We started talking about it. everyone know. Oh, he's the mobile home park. And then, if you need to uh, raise capital, speaking of which, raising capital is the number one superpower of any entrepreneur. So once you learn how to do that, you can literally write your own check. So by being a thought leader, people who are more willing to work with you and invest with you. Start small. Do joint ventures, and then start considering doing your own things. Once you've been through a couple of cycles of buying and managing some asset, whether that's single family homes or multifamily or self-storage or land or you know, industrial office, hospitality.
0: Did you ever imagine yourself being where you are today when you started back several years ago within real estate and on this path, on this journey?
1: It's interesting you asked me that question. So I think you can envision somewhat accurately up to three years, But we really don't know what our capabilities are for 10 years. It's hard. It's hard for us to wrap our head around it. So what I suggest for people is create a three-year vision, one-year goal, and a 90-day, what we call a rock. And that comes from the the famous story of when you have this professor comes in and he's trying to show his class, hey, look, how do you become efficient with your time? And so he takes this uh, glass container and he pours in these like five big rocks. Then he pours in, you know, all the sand and flows out because let me swap that out here. So you have this container and and he's trying to show them like priority. So he puts in all the sand and then he puts in these uh, five big rocks and, and there's not enough room and the sand is spilling out and the, even the rocks don't fit. So then he suggests, hey, no, let's put the rocks in first. So these five big rocks, you put them in and then the sand is pours in and it fits in perfectly. So the moral of the story really is the rocks are your priority. Those are your big goals for the year. And the sand is going to the grocery store, mowing your lawn, checking Facebook, all the things that they should get done, but they're not as important. And so by you prioritizing those rocks, you'll get things done. So back to my story of a three-year vision, one-year goal, and then your 90-day rocks. What is the Two to three rocks in each, and um, some of the, you know, you should have only two to three rocks for each category of your life. And you have 90 days to try to, you know, knock those out. And those rocks are essentially mini milestones to your one year goal, which are mini milestones to your three year vision. So if you have this kind of mindset, then each day is intentional, each hour is intentional. And this is how you build on success.
0: So how has your real estate journey impacted your life so far since you started to where you are today? How has it impacted your life to be able to do what you want to do, to have fulfillment in your life and support and to impact other people's lives around you as well?
1: Well, I'll tell you this: even though this year is um, for most people has a lot of volatility, you know, they're worried about and the time of this recording is during 2022, the spring, where there's a Ukraine-Russia crisis going on there's interest rates rising and people are concerned about, you know, is there a correction? Is there a recession coming up? There's pandemic is starting to clear. So there's some excitement about that, but then there's, it's how do we return to normal? So that's sort of the climate we're in. Most people are concerned or worried. I'm excited because if there's a correction, great, then I'm going to back up the truck and buy as much real estate as possible. If there's not a correction, fine, then we're still in a positive thing. And so I'll continue to buy as I've been buying next point of being successful is so you can enjoy that success. And I'm fully taking advantage of this. Uh, My family and I are going to Italy, not for a couple of days, not for a week, but for actually a whole month. We're going to live in Italy for a whole month and we're going to travel around. And I want to truly exhibit you know, I I always talk about these freedoms. I want to show people it is possible. So while I have a high performance coaching company, I'm a board member on a couple of other companies and startups, and then I run a real estate company. But yet, I'm going to take time with my family, be present and enjoy all of Italy. It's going to be great. I'm training to do Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania in September. So we're Mm -hmm. going to climb that. So doing all these things makes going back to work so much fun because it's like, hey, the work has allowed me to do these things. But then Doing these things gives me the energy and the rejuvenation to go back to work. And for me, work and play is starting to become very thin line. It used to be like, oh, my God, I had to go back. I have to round on 40 patients. I have to, I'm on call every fourth weekend. And I miss the hospital in the sense of the camaraderie and the colleague. I miss interesting cases, but I don't miss the grind. And what I've done is I've created an in- intentional life that is really one of my own choosing. And I love it. And that's what I, That's why I have my coaching program, Limitless MD. And my goal is to help change people who are ready who are good, but they want to go to extraordinary. And that's my goal. I really want to help people unlock their fullest potential.
0: So Vic, if our listeners out there who are wanting to learn more about your story, learn more about your coaching program out there and what you're doing and what you've been able to accomplish within your life, your story, where's the best place that they can go find all that information?
1: Sure. My website is vikramariah.com. That's a good place. And then I have a podcast called the Limitless MD Podcast, which is based on uh, freedom, human optimization, and health. So that's, that's a good podcast to check out as well. So those are the two places. Otherwise, they can find me on LinkedIn, also on Instagram.
0: Fantastic. Well, Vic, thank you so much for your time and your time today and sharing all that knowledge with us. It's been fantastic learning about your journey and all those actionable items that we can just start implementing now and really elevating our lives and trying to get to our 5, 10-year goals just by figuring out those 90-day rocks and taking it one step at a time.
1: Thanks, Eileen. And I encourage all your listeners, guys, get started. Uh, it's doable. It's very reasonable. And success loves speed. So let's get going.
0: Thank you so much, Vic. I love that. Have a great day. And thank you for listening to our podcast today brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We'd really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook. How did they do it? Real Estate. We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to BonavestCapital.com and fill out the Contact Us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.